This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you remember the character that Kristen Wiig played on Salt Lake, on Salt Lake City? Remember when Kristen Wiig was on Salt Lake City? Scene two, take two. Remember the character... Kristen Wiig played on Sander. Let me let me try this from the top. Nine take three. Remember the character Kristen Wiig played on Saturday Night Live? Penelope, the one-upper? That's Larsa. That is what Larsa did when she was like, I had sex four times a day for 23 years. That's how ludicrous that was. And if you're not familiar with the character, I'll put a little clip in i recently got divorced too she would say outlandish things and that was it was a sketch it was a sketch it was a sketch because it was just so comedic you didn't have sex four four times a night four times a night every single day for 23 years they even gave her an opportunity to clarify And then you could tell she's like, nope, I'm sticking with it. That's right. 23 years. Gertie's like, but even when he like traveled, Lars is like, we had a private plane. We had a private plane. I had nannies. That's right. Four times a night. I bet Scottie Pippen's phone and Twitter and Instagram DMs and everything blew up. Like, did you really? I was like, someone. They were together, like married technically for 33, 33, 23 years, but they weren't like literally together physically for that long. Like they were separated and girl, I mean, so silly, just embarrassing, really. Anyway, let's just get into this. I have so many notes notes on notes for this silly like cinema though really gorgeous reunion i have to say the music cues were outstanding the lighting was outstanding just the cinema of it all it was really really well done this reunion just fantastic 
the, the ridiculousness of it. But um, before I do that, I just wanted to say thank you guys. I wanted to shout out especially my YouTube people. I've noticed just a great community forming. And the comment section has become the same. This I'm noticing familiar faces in the comment section. And I just wanted to take a moment to shout out. I don't, I don't fear the comment section like I used to because it was all a bunch of new faces and like kind of randoms, but now it's a consistent community growing and I'm really appreciating it. I'm like, oh, we, I, now I get why people do that on YouTube where they're like, I love my little community and they like have names for them. Still haven't come up with a name, but someone suggested something that I like. Cause I know that my name is She Speaks. The name of the podcast is She Speaks Bravo. And some people have been like speakers, speakeasies. And I'm like, that's not, that doesn't, it doesn't roll off my tongue. But someone said messes because I say, and I'm a complete mess. And I kind of like that. <laughs> like, what's up, messes? You know, I kind of, I like a little self deprecation, a little humor. So let me know if we like that. But shout out to my YouTube community that we're forming. I really love it. And so I just wanted to say thank you to you guys because I haven't really shouted out specifically to my YouTube people. And I'm loving it, loving the community. So yeah, let's get into the recap and let's roll that intro. Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. Look at me. I've been using it for over a decade, and I am a complete mess. That's me, by the way. I'm Emily, and I'm your host on this journey. What is this, honey? I love that. If you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell, because I'm releasing new episodes at least three times a week. Clip! You fool! That's my opinion! I talk Bravo, I talk true crime, and sometimes I talk a little scripted. So whatever you're here for, I hope you enjoy the show. We pick up at Alexia saying that ridiculous and rude bullshit to Lisa. Like, well, if you felt like I felt about being a star, Lenny wouldn't be doing what he did to you. Lisa lets her off the hook. Lisa's like, she, Alexia just clearly says out of pocket shit all the time. So she's like, let's not do this. Let's not take it out of context. What I just said, I'm trying to help you. And even Andy is like, let's get her off her tantrum. He's <laughs> Alexia's like, I've been able to overcome the things in my life because I believe in myself. And Andy's like, that's your mantra. Got it. Let's remove we're moving it along. He actually he's very nice about it. He's nice because he it's like it's like dealing with the toddler having a tantrum. It's like that's your mantra. Yes, honey. Okay, got it. Look, ooh, okay, we're moving on. We need to get off this. They um ask, okay, Alexia, do you have any regrets? Do you wanna and so she goes to Julia, I wanna apologize. <laughs> I wanna apologize. I wanna apologize for hurting you. I'm like not for your ignorance about Russian women in general. Okay, cool. Okay. Still haven't learned the overall problematic statement that you make. Got it. Okay, moving on. Just And then to Gertie, I think it was a miscommunication. 
And Gertie's like, okay, yeah, it was. Okay. She's like, and I think you're a great wedding planner. That's it. Adriana's like, you literally, I mean, nothing, nothing for Adriana. Okay, fine. So they take a break. And Nicole and Gertie are like, literally, she didn't scroll down. How easy is it for her to just say, and I'm sorry that I, on camera, accused Adriana of dating a married man. Like she did. She said, I think it's bad to date a married man. So, and he wasn't married. And it turns out you just didn't scroll down. How hard is it to say, hey, sorry that I said that. And I just hadn't scrolled down to the bottom. How hard is it to say that? It's not so hard. It's pretty damn easy if you ask me. And so they're like justice for Ariana. Ariana. Oh, Ariana's on the brain, isn't she? Adriana. So, okay. Alexia going into Julia to apologize. This is what's funny to me. Alexia goes through the season and she's pretty happy to not give a shit about Julia. They fight over the Russian hooker thing and and Julia says some shit about Alexia and living off drug money. And so for Alexia, she's like, I'm done with Julia. Well, it turns out it's not going to look so great optically that here's Julia the first lesbian housewife, number one. And now Martina's got this double cancer diagnosis. That doesn't look great for you to be feuding with her, right? So this is why I'm convinced she's so concerned with being on good terms with Julia. This is why I'm convinced of it. So she goes in, she goes in to talk to Julia and she's like, I just want you to know that I am sorry. Julia brings up, she goes, it's like, but even when I talked to you right after the whole comment that Adriana made about Frankie and they show this unseen footage of Julia's trying to say, look, I know what she said was very bad, but with you saying that these, these unresolved issues, Adriana has unresolved issues, but they're not about like her being jealous of you. It's because she's hurt and she needs support. And Adri and Alexia shuts her down and says, okay, no, you are not a feminist. So stop, stop making this an LGBTQA community thing because you know what? I am more than you. And we don't, we're not talking about it enough. I would like to rewind. I get Alexia was mad in the moment, but why did those words even come out of her mouth? She was basically saying, don't make this a woke moment. Don't turn this into like women supporting women, like a feminist. And don't turn this into one of your, because you're a lesbian. Don't turn it into one of those because you know what? I'm even more than you. You want to know why? Because my ex-husband who died was gay. Is that what your point is? What are you doing? Why did that even come out of your mouth? What what ignorant fucking statement was that? Huh? What was that about? I don't, I, we're not talking about that enough. Alexia is like, we've only been, by, by, mind you, Adriana's like right over there. She's like right there, getting her makeup touched up and hair touched up. Alexia is like, we've only been surface friends this whole time. What? And then she goes, Adriana told me that they found my husband dead in his lover. 
And then they flash, they flash back to Adriana saying, I heard that Herman died having sex with a man. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Remember that? That's what made Miami so great. Like when Miami came back last, last season, we were like, oh, Miami's amazing. They say shit like this. But then turns out Adriana's like, no, 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 no. We're not putting that on me, Missy. Because Leah Black, remember her? She's disgusted by you because you outed him after his death and you disrespected his kids. And I wanted to listen to what she said to that. And she said, no, they disrespected me. It's like, ooh, elaborate. I want to know what that story is about. So I need to Google and see what I can dig up on Alexia versus Herman's kids and see if there was any like, you know, was there like a fight over money or anything like that? You know, I would love to find out. And then it turns into you're jealous of me. You, you're jealous of me. And Adriana's like, bye girl. And Alexia, well, this is Julia's room. So stay out of my conversation. And then she goes back to, she goes back to, see, you see what this does to our relationship, Julia? Julia is like, listen, I've been at the hospital seeing children that are sick with cancer. Okay. So maybe that's why I'm a little, a little calmer. <laughs> the perspective, like having just been at a hospital where kids are dying of cancer the day before, and then you're at the reunion. Oh my God. So she's like, Maybe we should be a little kinder to each other. Oh, you know, no, no. I'm not saying like, oh, you know, peace and love, you know, not like that. And you, you see Alexia listening like, this isn't the vibe I want you to give me right now. I, I, I can't hear this. And Alexia, she goes, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. I just don't appreciate to be made to look a certain way that I am not. Because like you said, I am a sweet, loving person. When did she say that? I don't remember her saying that. And I'm not getting the title of mean girl. Heaven forbid, heaven forbid that you get told you're hurting people's feelings with your words that are pretty fucking terrible. Because I'm not. And she cries. And she's like, and that's what you all do. You're blaming us. And on my side, I have to defend myself and everybody. <laughs> Why are you crying? It's been so hard for her. Everyone is coming at her. I mean, look, if you are Alexia, in your mind, that's how it feels. And that's what's crazy. In your mind, that's how it feels. When you don't scroll to the bottom and you do scroll to the bottom and you go, oh shit, he did, here it is. He, he did, he got, damn it, missed it. What? Oh, oh no, you want me to say, I'm sorry? You're attacking me. Oh my God. Oh, you want me to say I'm sorry too? Wow, everyone's attacking me. That's your reality. That is what you think. So she, in her, in her world, it's been a really hard time. It's been real hard, guys. Real, real hard. So Adriana's like, those are crocodile tears, Alexia. But this music cue, they they play like it's it's like a like a drum roll and then it goes boom as she turns around and goes because you're the narcissist that has no feelings. Okay, you can't turn the narcissist thing back on Adriana. She brought the she brought the definition on a piece of paper. Okay, 
She brought it. You can't turn her. She's not. Adriana is like, deflection, deflection. And they are screaming at each other. And she's like, you're the devil. You're the devil. The devil has no feelings. And then she turns to Julia, so calm. She's like, I'm sorry. I just wanted to say I'm sorry. I just wanted to let you know that I'm sorry. You're the devil, Adriana. I just wanted to say I'm sorry. (laughs) She just really needs to make sure that the lesbian with the sick wife is not offended and mad at her. She's like, I need this for my image. Okay. So I am a big supplement gal. I have been for years. And when I tell people that, they're like, what should I be taking? And I'm like, I don't know. So I always refer them to care of. And the reason is because care of gives you a quiz. You take this in-depth short quiz and you get a personalized doctor-backed recommendation that covers the areas you need specific to yourself. It goes over your lifestyle and your health goals, like what are your eating habits? How often do you work out? Like just things that you, it comes up with what you need specifically. Like I may be not so great with the veggie intake. So I have a multivitamin and like an iron supplement because I lack that in my nutrition. And Care-of is a subscription service. So every month you get high quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, powders, conveniently delivered right to you. Another really great thing is they come in these daily vitamin packs. And when I first got care of a while ago, I was like, wait, this is plastic. I don't want to have a bunch of plastic. No, no. These are plant-based compostable film. So you don't have to stress about your impact on the environment. And I think that's really cool. Each shipment comes with a very important pamphlet showing you exactly what your individual pack has. So in case anyone asks you, what do you take? Like I take a prebiotic for my gut and my immune health. I have a fish oil in here for my heart health. It's just, I've always been a supplement gal and now you can too with Care Of. Another really fun thing is Care Of has an app so you can track your progress and like, oh, I'm feeling better today. Oh, whatever. And you earn points. You can get discounts and merch. And they have the best branding too. So the merch is cool. I love a good branding. For 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code SHESPEAKS50. One more time, guys. For 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code she speaks 50 I never thought I'd say this but Olive and June has officially converted me to an at-home nail gal I have not been to the nail salon since I partnered with them I've saved hundreds Probably like as soon as I'm done recording for the day, I'm going to throw another set of pressies on. That's what we, that's what we call them here at Olive and June. Okay. We call them the press on nails. We call them pressies. Okay. But the thing that they're the most known for is their Olive and June Manny system. It's everything you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. You can customize it with up to six polishes. This polish does not chip. It lasts up to seven days or more. And when you think about it, that breaks down to $2 a manicure. That's 
insane to me. Olive & June factors in the health of your nails. At a nail salon, the way they take off a gel set, it's like they want to hurt your hands and they don't care at all about the damage they're causing. And I know some of you are saying, I would love to do my nails at home, but I can't do whatever your non-dominant hand is. Well, you haven't met the applicator yet, the poppy, that's what they call it. The shape of it, a kid could use it. I don't recommend letting your kid use it, but a kid could use it. But now see, remember, I'm a press-on nail girl because I would go to the salon for the Gel X set. I don't have time to go to the salon anymore. I'm putting out more episodes than ever. I barely have time to run an errand. Oh, that reminds me I have to, okay, see, barely have time to get anything done. So I don't have time to go sit in a salon and my guy was always running late anyway. These press-ons look just like a gel set. They are a fraction of the cost and these do not damage my nails to the point where my na- I'm still recovering. With the press-on sets, they actually come with the nail strengthener that you put on your nails before you put the glue and before you put the press-ons. They are not, they they love your nails at Olive in June. Unlike nail salons where I feel like they kind of hate your nails. They just want you in, they want you out. And it, you have a manicure in less than 10 minutes. So visit oliveandjune.com slash ssbravo for 20% off your first Manny system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash S-S-B-R-A-V-O for 20% off your Manny system. Okay, they're back on set and Alexia tells Marisol, she's a crazy person. She needs to be medicated. Classic line classic line. No one, anyone who's not been on medication would say that. But if you've ever been on medication, you don't say that to people or you do. And you're like, it's like, like I'm on medication. And so I would be like, no, genuinely, we might need to discuss like the possibility of needing medication because I'm on it. You You don't say it like it's a weapon. She needs medication. Like what? What do you think she needs? Like what? It's a real thing. Like, what do you think? What? Well, you need to be studied, Alexia. Kiki comes on set. Gertie gives her life. It was, I love them together. I really do wish we could see more of them. Kiki's boob immediately pops out, though. So clearly they did not put tape on there. Julia gets a viewer question, which I was very happy about. How can you not know the name of your daughter's school, yet you are so fixated on needing them around. And she's like, okay, I'm embarrassed, but I have a little bit dyslexia. And I guess it's three letters and it's a school in Paris and she still couldn't name it. I don't know. The adoption is on hold. Obviously. I'm so happy to hear that because you can't, like, you just can't, excuse me. You just can't do that to a child. Andy brings up the moment that she had Martina jump in the water and then she surprised her in the water and Andy called it so romantic. And I remember when I had Bravo by Gaze, Larry from Bravo by Gaze on the pod, we both were like, this was weird because it looks like Julia could barely swim to her because of her dress and stuff. (laughs) This just shows my love language is so terrible. It's toxic and horrible. Everyone else thought it was so great. But this, it does bring up for them how the show actually can be quite therapeutic and how most people think it's toxic, but it can actually be quite therapeutic because it gets you out of your comfort zone. And I can see that. I can see if you use it the right way. 
And I can genuinely see that I was very critical of the way Julia was towards Martina, but clearly this cancer diagnosis, it's going to give you a whole new appreciation, I'm sure. Because if the thought of losing your partner doesn't make you go, oh my God, never mind. If I lost you, it'd be a whole different thing. Well, then you are heartless. Andy gushes over Martina having been at BravoCon. He's such a big fan of hers. And this is where Andy's love of sports intersects with, it's like, I think that's why they got Megan King Edmonds on Orange County to begin with, because they wanted Jim. And that's Andy's team. He's like, if we can get Jim Edmonds at the reunion, I will die. So the fact that Martina was there holding her purse, and I, it was great hearing Julia talk about how this is for Martina. It's her turn. It's Julia's turn. She's Julia's been supporting Martina at every tennis thing and been like the wife of, and now, you know, it's it's Martina's turn, and she's she loves the show. She's proud of. I'm sure she doesn't really love filming, but, you know, she's she loves the press and all that crap. It was, I don't know why I got, like, choked up when Andy was like, please let her know that myself and the whole Bravo community is with her. And I was like, yes, we are. We are. We are with her. Andy, they can't, they are, like, coming back from break. Or maybe they weren't. But Andy's like, has anyone ever, does anyone ever see Anna? That was Shady, he fucking heard that podcast. He heard behind the velvet rope and heard all the smack that Anna was talking. And Nicole's like, yes, Leah and her both reached out to me, actually. And she's got this look on her face. And Alexio's got like that stern, like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not afraid. I'm not scared. Mm-hmm. But Nicole's like, no, I don't. I don't know. I only heard from her and I don't go around spreading rumors. And then they start to argue and Andy's like, please, please, guys, please, please. We're about to start. And this is where the, this is where they miss an opportunity sometimes. I mean, I know that they're just going to argue the same shit, but I would have liked him to let them go because she might have, she might have ended up saying what Anna said. He might have like, when they came back and been like, okay, we're back right before we were back. Uh, they were talking about something and I kind of wanted to hear what Nicole would have said if they kept fighting. Just, I was just curious, you know, it's like, but then he's like, Gertie, let's talk about this viewer question or this viewer comment about you and Russell. I'm like, so you're not even going to let them talk about it. You know, it's like, Gotta go with the flow sometimes, you know? I know you're on a sketch, but that could be cut. But then we wouldn't have got this next part. It was like, you know, Gertie, you may not need whatever, but you get the best prize of all, and that's sex with Russell three times a week. And she's like, actually, we upped it. And then this leads to Andy saying, oh, who do you think, who in this group do you think has the most sex? And when Alexia and Nicole raise their hands, Lars says, like, I had sex four times every night. And it's completely normal for them to be like, oh, yeah, some nights, right? But they're like, wait, every night? So Andy starts. He's like, so you had sex 28 times a week for 23 years. She's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Then Gertie. When he was on the road, 
Yeah, we never spent time apart. We had a private plane. I traveled with the kids. You didn't. And I've seen a bunch of comments I posted on Instagram about how she's like the Penelope of the group. And people, someone posted the best, perfect comment. So when you had, when you gave birth to your children, you just had sex right away. Not one day went by. That's impossible. You have to let it recover. But I bet if she'd be like, I had C-section. Okay. 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 It's, it's, it's like, it's impossible. And they, again, they might've technically been married 23 years, but they weren't happily together 23 years. That's just the technique. It's just. And then Andy goes, well, the Marcus certainly has big shoes to fill. And then she's like, oh, he's this little whatever. And he's doing fine. And Andy's like, that's not literally what I fucking meant. But okay, we're. It was like a high, it was literally the feeling of being in high school when like when you're an adult and you overhear high school kids say shit like that and you're like, what are you talking about? Obviously they wouldn't say having sex four times a night for 23 years. But when you hear them say some ridiculous thing like that to fit in or to sound cool and you're like, that's a lie. That's what that was. You're like, that's impossible. Okay. That's not fucking possible. But we're all so embarrassed for you right now that we're just going to move on. What are you talking about? Dumbass. So then Andy starts asking about Scotty and how he feels about Marcus, which is of course going to make, make Larsa very defensive. Andy tries to be like, you guys must talk about it. What about you talk about the kids, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they, I guess don't really talk a lot because the kids are, are old enough to like not need them to communicate about the kids. The kids talk to the parents individually. And then so he st- then so Andy goes, does Scotty Jr. get any crap from his teammates about this? No. Have you hung out with Marcus's family at all? Yes. Michael? I want to talk about Marcus and I, okay? I just want to talk about Marcus and I. <laughs> Have you, fu- but I bet it's like, I bet she's fucking signed an NDA. I bet Michael's like, sign a fucking NDA. You were never going to talk about me on that show. Andy finally is like, you understand how unusual this dynamic is, right? I'm done beating around the bush. And Larsa clarifies that Scotty played with Michael the last year he was with the Bulls. So she's like, I never met his family. I never met any of that. And Andy goes, if Michael Jordan's ex-wife started dating Scotty Jr., how would you feel? She's like, as long as he's happy. I believe her, to be honest. This world of crazy, rich celebrity people, they do weird shit. They do. They do weird shit. They drink like the blood of virgins to stay young. And like that, it's just, it's just how it is. They're like crazy, weird people. They do stuff. That's weird that we're like, us normies are like, what? But I believe him. So they do Lars's package and show of hands. Who thinks Larsa hits below the belt? And I la- la- laugh and I love, live, laugh and love at Lisa not raising her hand. Because she's like, I'm sitting next to her. So I'm going to keep my hand down. I'm on this couch. Kiki. Kiki defending and co-signing is where I'm like, now Kiki 
I'm all for you, but this is your downfall. This is the downfall of Kiki for me, is how much she backs up Larsa and the Mean Girls. Oh, look at me. Look at me calling them Mean Girls. Even after Alexi's like, you call us Mean Girls, and we're not. And I'm like, no one's calling you a Mean Girl. Is that what I said? Well, they are. Kiki's like, if you feel you are being attacked, it's okay to defend yourself. Not if you're not being attacked. If you feel you're being attacked and you're not being attacked, and then you re- and then you retaliate in a way that is so uh, hurtful, not okay. And Marisol, I love watching her be like that. What does Marisol, or what does rather, what does Larsa have on Marisol? Marisol is up Larsa's ass right now. It wasn't. Andy's like, what? Hold on. I would like to remind you about a bunch of the things that were said in season one. And they flash back to a reunion that's at the clubhouse, like a watch what happens live moment where Marisol is like, I will never forgive you at all for what you said. But then they cut back to now. Marisol's like, we were, def- but she's, she's leaning so far over and like, basically like touching Larsa, making sure it's very insecure. It's giving very insecure, touching in with her leader type of vibe. And she's like, we were defending our families and we have a mutual respect for each other, right? Like, like, right, we're cool. What was this energy? And Larsa's like, I'm not a dirty fighter. I'm a winner and I'm used to winning. And I know things about everybody. So I'm like, okay, so you got something on Marisol? Because what the fuck is going on? So they asked Julia, and I'm like, so Julia, why were you, why did you lie at first when Larsa brought up you making out with the man? Because at first she's like, me? I wasn't even at the Four Seasons. And then it turns out she was. And Julia was like, well, because the timeline was off. Like she said, like, oh, it was, you know, a couple, it was like last weekend or something. And like, I was like two months before. And then when it's, it's kind of, it sounds a little fishy, but then when she says it was Naeem Khan and they're like, oh, it's that designer, the same designer that, um, is friends with Carol from New York, who then Luann tried to swoop in on. And Carol was like, that's my friend. They all realize like, oh, fuck, that's that's who it was. And Larsa, if you didn't know that that's who it was, who who was your source for this? You didn't know it was Naeem Khan, the designer. And if you did and you still decided to spread it like it was some salacious thing, that's ridiculous. He's clearly a known designer. And then they all were like, oh, never mind, Julia, that's your friend. Drop that one. You look real stupid now, Larsa. Andy asks if Larsa felt vindicated hearing that Lenny did admit that they had a mortgage. And she's like, no, I mean, I just wanted her to know. It's like, no, you didn't. You didn't want her. You you weren't just like, oh, I just want you to know you have a mortgage. That's not what you did. Then he's like, Lisa, you do know it's not a bad thing. You got a mortgage, right? And Lisa, 
that you know we love Lisa because we support her fully. But is she? Is something wrong with her? Like, is there a like a an information processing issue? Because it's like Andy was saying stuff, or not just that. Sorry, she would answer things and not realize the irony of what she was saying. So it would be like he was like, "So you do realize it's not bad to have a mortgage?" She's like, "Yeah, no, no, I know, I know, I know it wasn't bad." And he's like, "So then." You were acting like it was bad. This one I'll give her a pass on, though. This one I'll give her a pass on because she's like, I wasn't mad that she was saying we had a mortgage. Like, I know it wasn't bad. I was mad that her intention was to imply that we couldn't afford our lifestyle. And that, okay, fine. I will give her credit. I, I will give her that because it was. It was why she brought it up. She was like, I heard you have a mortgage and like you rent out your backyard. Lisa, though, she's like, I was, I had no idea we were about to get divorced and I was covering for Lenny, which says a lot. I was covering for Lenny about that because I wasn't sure if he was doing it on the up and up. I wasn't sure if it was like a secret deal he was making with people. So I covered for that. And she's like, lots of rich people rent out their backyards, which I'm sure they do. That would make complete sense. You got a huge property. It's a location. And it's actually not really called renting it out. It's just you, it's, well, I guess that's what it's called, but it's for, it's for shoots. It's for, it's for film sets and stuff. My parents do that all the time with their uh, property. Like the movie Old School was filmed in my, my mom and stepdad's house. Um, And it's just become, it goes like on a location scouts list as a place that you could get like a certain view from, you know? So when, when you, when you're a location scout, you get <clears throat> you get a script and it's like the location is described in the script and then you know like, oh, I have a perfect place for that. So just you go on like a list. Typically, that's typically how it works. So that's totally fucking normal. But she was – the interesting thing on that is that she was covering for him, right? She was literally like covering without even thinking. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm a little hoarse because it was my sister's B-Day party yesterday and I was talking over people and music. As you know, I love my cats and when they are healthy, they're happy. And obviously that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, even though I'm pretty convinced I can speak their language, I don't always know when they're healthy. So helping me know that my cats are healthy is just one reason I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly, so there's no more of that cat bathroom smell. Also, they're really lightweight. So if you've ever used traditional clumping litter, it can be really heavy. And yes, I've used the other lightweight clumping litter, but it doesn't work. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes that mess and dust that you get when you scoop all up in your face. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help detect early signs of potential illness in my cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. I just took Tiger to the vet 
to get all of her labs done because she's a little overweight and I was worried there was some sort of thyroid problem. But no, she's just fat. But now I would have an answer for the vet because I wasn't using Pretty Litter at the time. And the vet was like, hey, how's her urine? I'm like, I don't know. But now I'd be able to tell them because Pretty Litter tracks if there's blood, if it's abnormal, if it's normal, etc. So thank you, Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter also ships free to my door in a small lightweight bag and I never run out of it. I don't have this huge container of litter just taking up space and stinking up my house. Pretty Litter helps keep my cat healthy and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash she speaks to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash she speaks to save 20%. Prettylitter.com slash she speaks. Dude, so everyone has been telling me to go to the doctor about this mole that looks a little weird. And I don't know if you guys saw, but Tamara Judge has been very outspoken about getting her moles checked. And I guess she had a bunch of them that were abnormal and precancerous. So now I'm all paranoid because that's what I do. And I went to see the doctor about it and it took forever to get an appointment. So I waited quite some time to get that appointment went in and I felt like they barely took the time to really look me up and down. They looked first, they ju- they just wanted to look at the one mole. And I even had to be like, do you want to look at the rest of my body to make sure, like do a full mole check? And they were like, oh, okay. Kind of annoyed. What the hell? On ZocDoc, you would find a quality doctor who focuses on you, listens to you and prioritizes your care. What was I thinking not going through ZocDoc? ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. There's no more of that like doctor roulette or trying to like scour the internet to find reviews. With ZocDoc, you got it all in one place so that you can connect and find your favorite doctor that you haven't met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. Go to ZocDoc.com slash SheSpeaks and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash she speaks. ZocDoc.com slash she speaks. Pardon me. So a viewer question comes in to Larsa and says, it's not that the information is right or wrong. It's that you weaponize it against your friends. And Larsa says, how's it weaponizing? Okay. It's the literal definition. (laughs) Oh my fucking God. It's kind of like when someone asks you to define a word that's like, there's no other word to define it. There's no other way to describe what you're doing. You have this information and then you use it as a weapon. You f- okay, we're gonna okay. Like Julia goes, why didn't you call me? 
and say, hey, I heard this rumor. Lars is like, I did call you. And Julia and Nicole are like, no, you didn't. Maybe you called me one time, but you didn't like call again. You didn't send a text. It wasn't like, if you call, like, please. And then Larsa switches gears and goes, if you're at the Four Seasons kissing someone, we're on a platform now, Julia. Everybody's going to hear about it. And then Andy goes, especially if their friend says it on camera. Burn. He was not feeling Larsa at all. It is clear he thinks Larsa is a fucking biatch. He is like, I am disgusted by this woman. My God, she is mean. So there's a lot of like talking over each other at this point. But I, I had to hear what made Andy say this next part. Nicole is chiming in at the same time Julia's talking. And Nicole's like, you could have hurt her marriage that, you know, you are the one to put it on blast and say it on camera. Like the, the like she's saying that for some reason, Larsa goes, stop being passive aggressive. And Andy goes, that's not being passive aggressive. I've never seen Andy so involved like this. Andy's like, I don't like her. He really dislikes her. Larson then claims that she calls everyone. She's like, whenever I get intel, I call everyone. And they're like, oh, really? You do? This leads to the whole Nicole stuff. And Andy's like, so question, do you believe like every random DM you get? Is like that how this works? And Marisol's like, no, it wasn't just one DM. And you know what? Now that the show the show aired, they're tagging all of us, including you. So you see it. One of them says that you didn't sleep with all of them, but you slept with a lot of them. And one was married when you were still married. Because that's what happens when you put something out on the show. And that's the danger of it. It's just like when Jackie made the analogy, I heard Gia just coke in the bathroom. And that was your analogy. People still, still leave ignorant comments. Well, Gia does coke in the bathroom. Because people are stupid. So what you did by doing that on camera, Larsa, Marisol, is bring out the crazies. That's what you did. But Nicole claps back and goes, oh, you mean that fake account that Larsa set up with zero followers? Okay. And Larsa, proving that she just uses her old tired clapbacks, regardless of who she's talking to, she goes, I'm sorry. No, I have real jobs, not like you, putting people to sleep. Oh, you mean that something that could potentially kill them if she didn't know what she was doing because she had to go through years of school? I feel like when she said it, she was like, wait, that didn't work in this one moment, but I'm going to go with it because I'm Larsa. But Marisol goes, the point is she wasn't judging you. This is their whole point. Andy screams, though, and I'm really sick of it. I'm sick of him going, you're all talking at once. I, I need him to stop doing that. I need him to stop doing the screaming. I need them. To, I need them to have another like method of shutting them up when they do that. I need them to maybe have like a bell that rings, that comes over the speakers, maybe <laughs> like an alarm that goes off that shuts them up. I don't know, something like that. Andy's like, Larsa, do you at least think that's a low blow? I mean, like she's a doctor, and Larsa says, 
Well, she shows her tits and ass and says she hurts her neck giving blowjobs. And then Alexia's like, I'm going to have to agree with her. With who? With Larsa? With Larsa. With Larsa or with Nicole? Who are you talking about? Who are you fucking talking about? Who are you? Who are you guys seriously about to say? Are you are you guys seriously about? Did you just fucking say that she can't be a doctor who wears cute, trendy clothing and a bathing suit because they're at a pool or whatever and can't answer a question that's on a card in a game they're playing about giving head to her husband? Is that what you're saying? She can't be a, a respected doctor and do those things. Is that what you're, that, that's what you're saying. That is the most misogynistic thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. Coming from an OnlyFans model. Andy is flabbergasted and asks how Larsa doesn't see why she's annoyed by what she said. And Larsa's like, do you not see why I was annoyed? How she judged me the whole time? And Andy's like, you mean like in the beginning? She said she wanted to get to know you. And she's like, no, what Anthony said. And then and Andy's like, but you hadn't seen it. It hadn't even aired. And <laughs> this was amazing. Nicole reminds her that like you did get with a married man. Malik Beasley was married. And then they put up a Daily Mail article like Larsa's cuddling with Malik Beasley. Who's married? I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Larsa, why are they the loudest? Why are Alexia, Larsa, why are you the loudest when you have the most you're covering up? Alexia. Last week, you yell and scream at Adriana, why don't we talk about the father of your son? Okay, why don't we talk about the father of your sons? Okay, he's a registered sex offender for se for for sexually, what was sexual battery with a, with a minor between the ages of 12 and 15. Okay? Okay? You don't bring that up. No one does, by the way. No one does. Not one person. So... Why don't we talk about that? And now, Lar okay, so Larsa, you have so much, but you'll just deny it. And everyone's supposed to just not judge you. Don't judge you. Don't judge you. What are you doing? Oh, my God. So Julia amazingly chimes in and says, I trusted Nicole. She was Martina's anesthesiologist. We trusted her with our life. Okay? So when you, it's hard when you question her profession. Larsa, how did I question it? I said she, and then she just, she completely changes what she actually said. She's like, I said she might have possibly slept with some doxers around the hospital. <laughs> like, no, you didn't say that. No, you didn't. And Nicole is like, you're paraphrasing. And Larsa, Larsa, she's like, it's slanderous. And Larsa does make a point. She equates it to what Anthony said about keeping their boat captain away from her because she's a homewrecker. Fine. How Okay. But Andy, he's like, why does Anthony have beef? And 
this brings up. She's like, he hates the comment that she made about our kid. And Larsa goes, well, what did I say? Was he not born out of wedlock? What's the definition? And Andy goes, because it's an asshole thing to say. I just want that to play on loop. I want that to play on loop. I want to take that clip and like insert it whenever someone says something at a reunion. Like maybe have him say that to Rinna at the entire Beverly Hills reunion last season. Because he needs to say that to more housewives at reunions. Because it's an asshole thing to say. He needs to say that more. Right? And she goes, it is, but I didn't judge her for it. There's nothing to judge. There's literally nothing to judge. And Larsa, there is something to judge with you being with married men. Okay? And not admitting it. And then she's going to come for me. I'm scared. But there are, but what she would say is, you don't know the truth. We were just hanging out. We were just friends. Blah, blah, blah. We were just, we weren't together. You'd have proof. Do you have proof? Are you there? I feel like even just being in the company of a married man is kind of inappropriate. Like a known married man. I don't know enough of this. I did not follow Lars's life at all, at all, at all. Because I don't, it's, I don't, I don't know. I just assume all basketball players cheat on their wives. So that's like not unfamiliar territory, right? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Andy goes and talks about the invitation, the uh, the disinvitation. Um, and Marisol's like, who helped you come up with that? Because I know you didn't come up with that on your own. You're not that clever. I'm the most clever one here. And even I didn't come up with it. Is Marisol the most clever one there? Is she? Or how did she get that title? But Julia goes a little over the top. She's like, I thought it was so funny. It was just the funniest thing I've ever seen. It was the fun. I was laughing so hard. It was so funny. Julia, tone it down. Take it down a notch. So Andy asked Larsa if she has any regrets this season. She says, I shouldn't have said I could have judged you too. I didn't judge you, but I could have. That was last season. I don't, and I, okay. And Andy goes, okay. <laughs> he just moves on. <laughs> then they get a break. Larsa walks to the back and sees Marcus. She's like, am I a psycho? Do you think I'm a psycho? And her assistant's like, no, she wouldn't let you talk. Really? Really? Girl. Well, she's paid to say that, so fine. She's like, they're bored and I'm the only one that gets them off, apparently. 
Mar- Marcus is just there for her. So it's kind of perfect. Because she's like, am I killing it? And he's like, you're killing it. She's like, thanks. Okay, fine. Whatever. She's happy. Whatever. Back on set, we get a little bit of Kiki, a little Kiki segment talking about how she's single and she dates. And then Andy's like, what shaped head? What does my head shape tell you? She's like, you're wild. But then Andy asks if any of them had any ideas about Lenny. And Gertie tells the story about last season where they had, they were filming and they had this like private space just for them. And Lenny refused to go be in it. And it just was like so sad because Lisa was like, come back here, come back here. And he just wouldn't. And it was sad to see that. And Lisa describes it as him just always being like that, like socially off. Just like, so what were you attracted to? And then, okay, I'm going to take a sip of water. Hold on. Andy, this is the shadiest question. Andy's like, what do you say to people who say it's impossible to be blindsided? Like, was he getting in shape? Was he eating better? Was he dressing better? All the things he was clearly doing, but he didn't want to say it as mean as he wanted to because he could have said it like this. He could have said, how were you blindsided? He was getting in shape. He was eating better. He was clearly looking like he was going out and fucking new people. But then she's like, yes. And yeah, you know, he was eating better and he was he was getting in shape. He was. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I, I just didn't think he was. He was doing that. And then Andy asks about their sex life. Lisa says it was nothing the last two months. And Andy's like, what was it before that? And she's like, well, you know, we, we, we've we been together 15 years. So I would aim for once a week. They're like, oh. And then once every two weeks. And then they're like, okay. And then she goes, yeah, and then the last two months, yeah. And they're like, okay, are you not? Do we not? Are we still? Don't we get like how we are? Like, it's really, I'm like, I think there might be like a firing off issue, you know, where like we're not quite taking in information, processing it properly, and and handling it properly. Because how do you not? She goes, because then she goes, I honest to God was blindsided. Like even still, what you just, all the questions you just answered should make you go, I should have seen it coming. Not I honestly was blindsided. It's like you you should have ended that sentence with, I know, I should have seen it coming. You know what I mean? And then it, when they ask about that damn Halloween party, and Lisa's like, okay, so because it's like, how could you throw a Halloween party with this man? She's like, because he lives for the Halloween party. And everyone's like, so? He really wanted to do it. So I agreed because I really can't say no because it's his house still 
everyone's like, you just, they cut around everyone's just not like shaking their head. Like, no, 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 that's okay. 600 people were there. And so Andy's like, Kiki, you've been going for years. And Kiki's like, yes. And I've not always been super close to Lisa. Like I've been a guest and I've heard he's been a cheater for a long time. I know models he's cheated with. Now, I can't tell if they're clipping this so that it looks like a big cliffhanger, like with the music ramping up, like this is the first time Lisa's hearing about this. Because I'm like, how is this at the reunion the first time Kiki is telling Lisa this? I really hope it's not. I really hope that this is not going to be like Lisa going, what? I hope that when they start part three, she's going to go, yeah, no, we've talked about it. That's what I'm hoping. Because if not, my God, my God, Kiki, <laughs> Lord, oh, <sighs> we didn't get a teaser for next week, so fine. But the next week will be the end of the Miami reunion, but not to fret. Ultimate Girls Trip 3 premieres next week, right? Hold on. Let me see. Ultimate Girls Trip 3 premieres this coming Thursday, March 23rd, and I will be covering it. Yes, indeedy. I shall. So there we go. Before I say goodbye to you guys, I want to announce a little format change up. Um, I'm going to start combining the Summer House and the Jersey recaps in one episode. So I'm going to call it Jersey House. I don't know what I'm going to call that. Uh, but it's going to just be a more consistent upload schedule for me because it was getting a little tricky to do the summer house recording, edit that, post that, and then make sure I recorded Jersey, edit that, post that. So what I'm going to do is record Jersey and summer house the same day, edit, post, most likely Patreon people will get the Jersey, the Jersey house recaps Wednesday evening. Everyone else will get them Thursday afternoon. And then Vanderpump Rules will still remain a standalone because there's just too much to talk about on Vanderpump Rules. And then Miami Ultimate Girls Trip will be combined. And then once Miami drops off, Ultimate Girls Trip will be its own. And then if any new show comes up, I think we've got something coming up soon. I will combine that with Ultimate Girls Trip. As much as I love doing all of them as standalones, I don't have time to do anything else. And your girl needs some time to to do my other job. Um, so yeah, just, just FYI, if any of you Miami people also listen to the Jersey recaps and the summer house recaps, those will be combined. They will still be very detailed and probably the episodes will be like two plus hours long, but it just, it's going to make it more consistent for you guys bringing you those episodes. But Vanderpump will remain standalone. So it's just too much to cover to combine that with something else because those episodes are already two hours long, the Vanderpumps. So, okay. Love you. Mean it. See you next time. 
I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there's the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic Bravo jams. If you want to follow me over there and subscribe, link is in the description. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And whoever the guest was for today, all their information is always in the episode description. So if you want to follow them and check them out, check there for the info. And any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.